This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, MFers. Oh, May the 4th be with you. I hate May the 4th for this exact reason. It's pretty annoying. Oh, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, I'm going to be out getting tacos tomorrow. Tacos. No, I can't do it, man. I've got to go. Uh, the girlfriend's coming over. Actually, she is coming over tomorrow night. Here we Not go. Not tonight, though. Here we go. I can't do it. Bros before hoes. Anyway, how the heck are you? It is May the 4th, 2022. The Monty Show in everybody's head. How about that yesterday? <laughs> We'll get into it, I guess. But uh, good to be with you. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, It is that simple. We appreciate every day that you guys watch and listen to the show, whether you're on podcasts, whether you're live on YouTube with us, or you're watching the replay. God bless America. 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 Um, Make affiliate links great again. Um, Added new affiliate links uh, this morning. The single best $10 backyard upgrade. Yeah. Is the number one affiliate link on our page. I bought 10 of them. Yes, that is $100. I'm not going to tell you what they are. Go click the affiliate link, my friends, and then you spend the money and make me money in in stuff. Uh, We have got a lot to get to today. Uh, Edgar Garcia says all about Taco Tuesday. Uh, It's Wednesday. Yeah, sorry. Uh, You know, I mean, day and time is fine. (laughs) Yeah. Guy, we're a minute and a half into the show, and already, yes. already, yeah. oh, May the Fourth, yes, dude, it's May the Fourth, yes, my, my nips are hard, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, here we go, yeah, here we go. I came prepared today. Yeah, all the hoes know what that sound means. Yeah, made. you know what it is. Unsheath your sword. Wish this was you. Anyway, <laughs> wow, that was Trevor Bauer, and we're gonna talk about Trevor Bauer. Um, he took the TikTok yesterday and Woo! defended himself. We'll talk about that. Man. Uh, we have got to get to uh, May the 4th, the most overrated TV and uh, movies of all time, TV shows and movies. Right. Uh, but we got to start with the NBA playoffs right here on this very fine program mm-hmm. um, because it happened again. And I wonder, I wonder as a basketball fan where you guys are at on this. Memphis Grizzlies, Golden State Warriors, Dub Nation. Um in Memphis, Grind City last night. Gary Payton going up for a layup. Dylan Brooks, the word that I want to use is attacked Gary Payton from behind. Um, And at the end of the play, Gary Payton winds up with a broken elbow. Dylan Brooks winds up getting ejected on a flagrant two. And my question is, is the NBA allowing too much of this? Now, obviously, Dylan Brooks was suspended. Everybody was saying it's a playoff foul. Totally get that. Hey, man, I grew up in the 80s and 90s with the Pistons and Bulls. Trust me, I know physical basketball. This was a dirty play. And I don't know, is Dylan Brooks a dirty player? I'm not going to say that. I don't know. This was a dirty play. You knocked a guy out for likely three to six weeks with a broken elbow and Gary Payton the second. He is a vital contributor off the bench for the Golden State Warriors. Dylan Brooks should not play in the rest of the series, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he should be suspended uh, for the next five games. And that's being generous because it looks like Gary Payton's going to be out for the rest of the second round at minimum. 
And probably if the, the, the Warriors move on, which I suspect they will, um, if the Warriors move on, Gary Payton's going to miss the semis as well. Jake, is that too harsh of a penalty for Dylan Brooks? Yeah, you know, I, I think that it's it's justice to, you know, suspend Dylan Brooks for the rest of the series. I do think that that is justice. Now, what do I think will actually happen? I think he'll get three games for this. That's just my opinion based on what we've seen in the past uh, and based on the time of year that this is happening. So the whole, hey, this is a playoff foul thing, I think is a big, big deal in this conversation with what Dylan Brooks did because – if this had happened, like, like take a look at the Grayson Allen, Alex Caruso incident. This, this Dylan Brooks incident is is damn near on that same level. Now, I think the Grayson Allen thing was definitely uh, a step further than what Dylan Brooks did. Don't get me wrong. I do think it was a step further. Wow, really? Yeah, I think it was a step further uh, what Grayson Allen did versus what Dylan Brooks oh, did. I, I think Dylan Brooks is far more lethal than than the mm. the Grayson Allen tried to commit a grab foul. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it better. Dylan Brooks was running from behind a guy who never saw him. While that guy was in the air, Dylan Brooks took a full swing, hit yeah. him in the head. Yeah. Number one, never got the ball. So this BS on Twitter last night that, well, Dylan Brooks was going for the ball. Well, Grayson think, Allen wasn't, and Grayson's a piece of shit. So, but I think that matters, though. That's what I was going to say. But he so, wasn't going for the ball. But, but – that might be true. The problem is with the way the play, the the way the play went down. This is why I say that I think Dylan will only get three games because the way the play went down, like you were just saying, is it's a chase down block situation. So Gary Payton the second is going up. He's he's trying he's trying to finish, and Dylan gets him. And Dylan did not did not pull any punches. Obviously, he swung as hard as he could. You know, you can claim he was going for the ball, but in my opinion, no player's ever getting to that basketball in that situation. No. So that's why I say I don't think that defense and, and works. And Dylan Brooks knew yeah. he was never getting and to that basketball. And that's the other thing, too, that I think is really relevant. That's a great point. We, we all know who Dylan Brooks is. Not to say that he's a dirty player, but it's not a stretch to say that Dylan Brooks is a physical guy, is somebody that, that as the cool kids say, wants all the smoke. Like, he's the guy that is that is a bully out there. You know, he is a... A, I would say a big, big boy version of like a Pat Bev who's a pest and wants to bully you and, and do all this stuff. So again, when I saw this play, I was like, yeah, that's that's a pretty, that's a dirty play in my opinion. Uh, it's not a playoff foul, but I think in parlance of this conversation, he's not going to get like 10 games for this. He's going to get three games, I think, which is, which is perfectly just in my opinion because I don't think this series is going seven. And I think at the end of the day, that's just what it is. And and I think what a lot of people are going to have issue with is if Dylan Brooks gets three games, that puts him back in this series at, what, game six, right? He'd be suspended for three, four, and five, and he's back for game six, which is, you know, we know game five is, is, is super pivotal, so he'll miss that. And then he's back for the last two. So that's how I think the league will handle it. But what do I think they should do? I think, yeah, they should suspend him the rest of the series – just to do it justice, because the Warriors are not going to have GP2. He's done. He, it's over. So that's what I think should happen. But to be clear, I do think it was a dirty play. There was no reason to to hit him the way you did. There just was no reason for it. He should not play again in this series. And I don't think that's over the top. I think Gary Payton, GP2, yeah. is a really important player for the Dubs. 
And I think that this was intentional. I think this is retaliation for the flagrant foul from Draymond Green. And I think that there needs to be a serious penalty handed down. Part of this also is is that the NBA embraces this kind of play. Yes. They like this kind of play. This is good for TV. But it's a fine line. It, it, it's a very fine line, but this is good for TV. It is. But in my opinion, having a guy winding up with a broken arm, essentially a broken elbow, that cannot be that cannot be tolerated. And at some point, you have got to step up and say, nah, this isn't enough. And by the way, this is not Dylan Brooks' first first no, foray not. down the road of of dirty basketball yeah no it's not right I mean this is also a guy who's who his dove on an ankle like this is this is getting repetitive now yeah and to me the NBA has to step up and do something and I think suspending him five games is appropriate um I think you suspend him the rest of this series and if it hey look if it only goes you know three more games um, if this doesn't go five games, great. He takes he takes two games off to start next year. Whatever it is, five games feels appropriate to me yeah. because I understand that people felt like Draymond Green should have got another game. He didn't. That doesn't justify Dylan Brooks' action here. And it's not like, dude. I, I don't. I don't even like this comparison between the Dylan Brooks foul and the Draymond foul. The Draymond foul, dude, was never getting hurt on that play. That was not happening. And, and yes, is it illegal to grab someone's jersey like that and pull them down? Absolutely. Absolutely. But let's not sit here and say that, that Draymond's foul was somehow on the same level as as Dylan Brooks. It's no. just not in the same – it's not in the same atmosphere uh, of that. And I think that the difference is, is that Draymond has credibility in the league, like it or hate it. Draymond – has been around a long time, and Draymond knows how to commit hard fouls without breaking a guy's arm. Like, and I'm not exaggerating. I can't I can't definitively say that about Dylan Brooks. I, I think that Dylan Brooks is a is a guy who gets heated. He is a guy who very much plays on emotion and 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 that's how he's made his name in the league. I I, I like what he brings to the table. He's a guy that I want on my team, and if he's not on my team, I hate him. That's just what it is. So that's why I say, like, let's not let's not compare this to other fouls. Let's not beat around the bush. This guy ended dude's season likely. Like, let's not let's not exaggerate. If they lose this series, if the Dubs lose this series to Memphis, you ended that guy's season. You ended that guy's first playoff run. That's a problem. That is a problem. So next year when these two face off again, I I doubt the Warriors will forget about this. You know, so that's why I say like. I understand the league needs to allow physical play. I get it, but there's a fine line, and and you can't have people you can't have people getting attacked in midair like that from behind. I'm I'm all for the face to face, go at a guy, try to dunk on someone that you know gets physical that way because guys are pretty much in control of how they fall down at that point. But when you hit a guy from behind, you're you're yeah. you're you're putting him in a very very precarious situation. Yeah, I, I think you're asking for trouble if you do not suspend Dylan Brooks significant amounts of time here. I think, by the way, by the way, it should be said, the Golden State Warriors are one of the most popular teams in the NBA. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies are not. 
Um, the sad thing about this foul, it's overshadowing one of the best performances I think I've probably ever seen. Yeah. Um, and certainly in the modern era of NBA basketball, John Morant was out of his skull last night. Sensational. Yeah. So forever, all the idiots who were like, oh, the Memphis Grizzlies are better without Ja. Ah, where Get are, the fuck out. Where are you now? Where are you? That's such a good job. Hey, man. I love that. It, it, by the way, speaking of overrated TV shows, Entourage is not on that list. Yeah. Entourage is amazing. Anyway, my point is, yeah. they're not better without Ja. Ja Morant is a stud. Yeah. I have a lot of energy today. And the point is, Ja Morant's amazing. 47 points last night. Two 45-plus point games um, in a playoff run. Ties a record. Uh, by the way, Kobe's got that record. LeBron's got that record. And now Jaws got that record. Like yep. the guy's playing out of his mind. Um, and my feeling is, is that this is going to wreck. If Dylan Brooks gets suspended, if Dylan Brooks is out for the rest of this series, I think, I think Golden State should, should win this series. I mean, they're going to miss GP too. There's no doubt about that. That, yeah. that guy, again, you want to talk about guys flying under the radar with their contributions. Uh, I, he absolutely was an underrated performer uh, for the Golden State Warriors, and they're going to have to find a way to to um, to to compensate for not having GP two. Um, and it would help if somebody got, you know, Jordan Poole a pair of shoes that didn't have wheels on the bottom, so he wasn't on skates in the paint when he was facing the entire wrong direction. I'll drop that motherfucker. <laughs> did you guys see that? Dude. Of course you did. John ja Morant put Jordan Poole. In the wrong direction. Jordan Poole, <laughs> like, completely turned the wrong way, was looking in the wrong direction. The half spin oh my god, is, is just a lethal move, man. Who wins this series? You know, part of me, a big part of me believes the Warriors will win this series, and that just is because of, of the experience they have. And, and I thought, I can't remember where I heard this, but... I was listening to something the other day where they were kind of talking about how important experience is. And it's like, you know, experience to the level that the Warriors have it, it just allows you to be calm throughout throughout the playoffs. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like this whole analogy of like when you have experience, you don't need to use your GPS program when you're driving somewhere, right? Like, you know, all the roads, you know how fast to go, when to get over, like, you know, you know how to do all that stuff. When you don't have experience, you need the GPS, and you're kind of reacting to it as it tells you what to do. And so I kind of think that experience will play itself out here. But this is where, like, to be clear, this is where, you know, the Steph Currys and the Clay Thompsons and the Jordan Pools need to step up, you know? And and, and not to say they've played bad, but I, I, I the Warriors are going to need 30-point-a-night Jordan Poole. The, the Warriors are going to need... You know, go going crazy, Steph Curry to, to win it, this series. If we're being honest, the Warriors are going to need Clay Thompson not to travel in a critical moment. In that agreed. Game. Yes, I mean, agreed. That travel call on Clay Thompson and last it was night a travel. Was, it, it absolutely was a travel. It, it it ended that game, and I I think that's the question that I I I have. I think that's the lingering concern about the Golden State Warriors is are they are they that guy again? Mm -hmm. Are they that team that? Steph can catch fire and, you know, Clay can catch fire and Dre's running the point and yeah. Are they still that team? Like Wiggins, that body bag for Wiggins last night was unbelievable. Is this the I mean, yeah. Andrew Wiggins is playing really good basketball right now. 
yet they're losing. And yes. I understand Memphis is a tough place to go. I understand that they got to win early in this well, series, and that's job. huge. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree that, that Golden State did their job. Yeah. I think there's still questions that linger about their how lethal that team is. The rack attack! And I, I'm curious now, because fouls like this and injuries like this do one of two things. They galvanize your team, everybody rises to meet the occasion, and you roll on. Or it, or it hurts you, and you don't have an answer for that. I mean, we're still talking about, by the way, should Jordan Poole or Steph Curry be starting? Yeah. You know, like that, there are there are still unanswered questions on this club as they head back to Chase Center in the Bay uh, for games three and four. And I, and I think game three is a critical, critical game. Yeah. They, you know, frankly, three and four are a critical game. You cannot lose game three or four in this series. You cannot lose at home if you're Golden State. Yeah. You have to have an air of invincibility about you. And and frankly, right now, I don't know that, that Golden State does. Yeah, you gotta go back to Memphis up three one. I mean, that's 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 the mission. That's that's the that's the goal of this team. And I and I and look, I think again, the experience thing is a big deal right now. I think Memphis going on the road and and trying to play in Chase Center, I I I don't know that that they can handle that. Like, look, look at the look at the Milwaukee series. Look at the absolute ass kicking that was handed out in the Milwaukee series a couple days ago. That was surprising by anybody's measure, and I'm telling you, it's because of the the home road splits. The home the home team in these in the second round has big time advantages. And the other thing I'd point to is last night. This foul happens. They're battling. Clay travels. All this stuff is going down. All this adversity hits the Warriors. You only lost by five points. Yeah, crazy. It's not like you lost by 15. Crazy. So that's why I say this team is very much in this series. I just think that they need to go home. They need to win by 10 in game three and then win by two or three in game four and then go back to Memphis. Yeah, the Milwaukee series is interesting because Giannis Ante, your mama. Um, Giannis. I believe that's the proper pronunciation. We know his name is Giannis. Phonetically. Don't, don't comment that we're saying his name Pronouncing wrong. it phonetically and stuff. Jesus. Um, you know, uh, the point is, um, I wonder if Giannis is that dude this year because, well, okay. Uh, my, you know, um, I say he is. I'm curious if he is because these first two games of the Boston series have not gone the way that fear the deer had hoped. Um, and I feel like you're seeing why Boston is the best, best defensive team in the NBA. And I, I feel like. Jason Tatum is that guy. Mm -hmm. And I know that Jalen Brown keeps grabbing his hamstring. and You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. But he was in the first half. I mean, Jalen played really well. And I, I just look in total at the defensive effort that the Boston Celtics put out last night. I look at this without Marcus Smart, mm -hmm. the, the, the now defensive player of the year. I And I, I'm amazed that they were able to be, speaking of physical, they were able to be so physical with Giannis, yes. and it impacted Giannis, and he wasn't able to take that one leap from the free throw line and dunk the basketball last night. You know, he's he continues to do this stuff where he throws the ball off the backboard. Hey, that's all well and good. You got beat by 20. You know, like, so I don't know. I, I, how much confidence do you have that Giannis can carry them past Boston? Well, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a really interesting situation. I, how much confidence do I have? I mean, I think it's probably 60%. I, I think it depends how Giannis decides to play the game. I, I, I agree with you that this whole dynamic where he's throwing it off the backboard to himself, I think is a savvy play. All the greats have done it. LeBron's done it. Kobe's done it. Like, a bunch of guys have done it. It's not new to the league, but what I think 
that Giannis needs to do, and I think the adjustments you will see made are he needs to start moving the ball a little bit. You know, like he needs to use himself uh, as a decoy, get the defense to collapse and get the ball to the corner because that team thrives when they've got the corner three going. Well, and it was a little surprising that Bropez was so pedestrian last night. Yeah. Like, I mean, Brooke Lopez looked frustrated to me um, to only give them two points. Like, I'm a little surprised. He took two shots last night. Brooke Lopez played 25 minutes like, and took two shots and scored two points. That tells you right there, just his just his box score, that tells you they weren't playing their brand of basketball. They were playing the Boston Celtics brand of basketball. What? Who else took a low amount of shots last night? I mean, everybody. Um, Holiday only had, had um, you know, six three-pointers. He was one of six. Okay, Some so other numbers that stand out, like Bobby Portis only shot the ball seven times. Um, for 13 points, I look at, at Matthews stepping in, uh, obviously for Chris Middleton, who for the first time last night watching that game, I was like, they miss Chris Middleton. Um, he took two shots and scored four points, but I also look at guys playing major minutes off the bench. Um, Grayson Allen played 28 minutes and scored five points. Yeah. And he's not been good since their last series. You know, like I, I look at Carter, you know, committing just stupid fouls and turnovers. Yeah. I mean, they miss Chris Middleton. And so this is why I go to the conversation about is is Giannis that guy? Because I, I know he's good. I know he's an MVP. Obviously, he's a stud. Yeah, I mean, he's in the conversation every but, single year now being the best guy in the league. Right, but is he the guy that you can just say, okay, go win me the game? Well, I think I think if you're I think if you're in a, you know, one to three possession game, yeah, I think you can. But I but I think that you know, he's not the guy that's going to... Like, last night is a good example. You know, last night, they're just getting their ass kicked. Like, there's no way around that. You're just getting dominated. And there was... At the beginning of the fourth quarter, I thought that he made a good decision by getting to the line. Hey, you're down 20. Stop the clock. Make free throws. The problem is, Giannis isn't a gifted shooter. It doesn't come naturally to him. That's it's something right. he's had to work on. So he was missing his free throws last night. So, okay, maybe that's one game... Maybe that's a one-off, you know, whatever. My point just is, is that when I think about guys who can bring their team back from the, you know, a deep deficit, you know, 15, 20, 25, like, it, like just those type of deficits, you need the ability to be a gifted scorer. You got to be able to hit that mid-range with, with authority. And Giannis can hit it, but he's not hitting it at the rate of, like, KD or Book or Chris well, Paul. And like, you know, the, the other thing, when I hear you say that, that's very true. I agree with that. It is forced. Yeah. But I also think there's a lot of Celtics that it's forced. Like Derek White is struggling. Yes. Like desperately struggling. Like, I, I mean, I, I look at the contributions they got last night. You know, I mean, you look at Grant Williams scoring 21 points. What did they win by? 23. Mm -hmm. He scores 21. Derek White doesn't score a single point. Jalen and Tatum both scored, you know, 29 and 30 points apiece. Like You're getting 60 what, out of two guys. Right, That's but was enough. this a freak show for Boston? Because Boston did not play well in game one. Was this a freak show or is this who they are? I mean, I, I, I also love what they got out of Robert Williams. Obviously, he's playing incredible ball for them, and he's an important – I mean, to give them 11 and 11? Well, I think there's, there's aspects. So, like, as far as whether this was a freak show or not. So – the defensive stuff on Giannis is not a free no, show. No, not at that, all. That is who they are. The 20 points out of uh, uh, what's-his-face? Uh, not Williams, the other guy. Or is that Williams? 
I can't. I can't. Grant number. Yeah, Grant Williams, number twelve. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Grant man. Williams. Sorry, man. It's early. Are, are, uh, you, are you okay? Yeah, number twelve. You, Grant, Williams. Grant Williams. To get to get that uh, 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 to get that level of production is is not a nightly thing for him. Uh, it's not. You it's got, not. Like you it's got not. you got a good game out of him. But look, I I think you're gonna see a lot of adjustments from from Mike Budenholzer to this to this Bucks team. Like they're going to start moving the ball more. Drew Holiday. Needs to be involved more. Like like Giannis needs to understand that it's not just him versus the Celtics. That it's it's their team. He needs to get the ball moving. Well, and you can't play seven guys. Yeah. And that's the thing that worries me about Boston. They play seven guys. I mean, they they if if you look at who they really play off the bench, I mean, it's Williams and Pritchard. Um, and I just don't know how long they can go without Marcus Smart. That's so. If if Marcus Smart's not going to play meaningful minutes in the next couple of games they're they're going to come they're going to come home and they're going to be trailing in this series yeah because i think it's going to they're going to have to there's move heaven be, and earth to win in milwaukee there's going to be a 20 point loss in milwaukee like you just need to know that That's yeah coming. they need marcus smart back that yeah. that is he's and i know that he is not somebody you count on to shoot the ball or whatever but the toughness the defense um and the the little things that he does offensively they're they're going to miss that in Milwaukee. And so I think you, you take him out of the equation. That means you're only playing seven guys. That means your rotations are different. I just think you're, it's a, it's a recipe for disaster. If you're Boston, you can't, in my opinion, play the way they played this year and go out in the second round mm -hmm. and feel good about that. Mm -hmm. You're in a first year situation with your head coach. Um, you know, obviously Brad Stevens is still trying to put his, his stamp on this club. Like, yeah, I, this is a really critical moment in time for this team Yes, because we've heard all the, the talk about this Jalen and Jason work together. You know, are those two guys like, are we, are we trading, you know, Jalen? Like, what do we, we've heard all of that. Are we keeping Marcus smart? What are we doing? Like, if you go to the Eastern conference finals, you're not changing a thing on this team. Mm -hmm. You're only upgrading. So it'll be interesting to see. And by the way, it'd be nice if Derek White started playing decent basketball again. Yeah. Because my man is struggling. Yes. It is. It is ugly to watch. By the way, by the way, I would just like to say the best player in the NBA takes the court tonight for, for the Phoenix Suns. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. I'm kidding. I'm just being a jerk now. Um, I cannot wait for this game tonight. This is pizza and beer night. Yes. Like, this is sit dude, down. Dude, okay. should we fire up the smoker tonight? Oh, here we go. Come, bro, you don't want to? I do, well, I do. I do. That would be a we haven't, we haven't fired up the smoker in a couple of months. Too long. Well, a month ago. Six weeks ago, probably for pizza. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would fire up the smoker. Maybe we, maybe we, we smoke this weekend. You know? Yeah. I know it's May the 4th and everybody likes to Yeah. Yeah. Toke it up and st no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um yeah, I would. I would. You've been asking to do that for a week or so. So, yeah, I would fire up the smoker if this rain ever goes away here in Utah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I would. It's raining. Hey, make sure you uh hit our affiliate links. By the way, um again, speaking of the smoker, the the if you're just hopping on the show, I'm telling you right now, the 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 fly trap that I have in the affiliate links is a must for everybody. Keep it it is. I'm telling you, it'll change your life. The affiliate links are in the description of this podcast and YouTube show below. Please shop them. Helps the show a lot. By the way, we also are skyrocketing to uh, 5,000 subs. 5,000. On this show. Let me take a look for you. 
Uh, we are at 4,021 subscribers on this here Let's podcast. Go. Uh, on this here YouTube show. Uh, make sure you find us on YouTube at 5,000. And I warned you last week that this is going to go quick now. At 5,000 subscribers, we will give away the PS5 on this show. Um, it's going to be amazing. If you, I want to get back. Uh, obviously, I haven't been talking about it a lot. A couple of people have asked me about it. Yes, we still have merch. We have our two shirts. Um, we have the Euro Casual shirt. If you have not gotten on board that train, uh, please absolutely do that. Um, they're 25 bucks. You get five entries to win the PlayStation for every t-shirt you buy. Um, so fire away. All you have to do is DM Jake SLC supercars on all social media platforms. You can find me, the Monty show, M O N T Y the Monty show. Jake is desperate to get to a thousand, uh, followers on Instagram. Yeah. I don't even, man, what am I even at on Instagram? 36. Yeah. You're at like 30. His Instagram sucks. Don't uh, follow nine 13. Get on, get on. Nine thirteen. Yeah, dude. Nobody likes you. Yeah, I'm over a thousand on TikTok now, though. Come on, get with it. TikTok or Instagram? Um, TikTok the last two weeks. But do you? Which one do you prefer? Um, Instagram is more personal. Yeah, I mean, I, if I'm just scrolling, probably Instagram. But TikTok is. But the difference between Instagram and TikTok is that you you know people on Instagram. The yeah. People that you interact with, like your coworkers, your family, like that's the connection you get on Instagram. On TikTok, it's some jag off in like it's some other country or whatever. Oh, fuck are you? Yeah, it was running his car into a foam pole or a tree's falling on somebody's house. Right. Or their cat's doing calisthenics, whatever right. it is. Yeah. That's why you, you're on TikTok. Right. You're that's not what you get on Instagram. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. I'm more I'm more for personal stuff, I'm more on Instagram. So follow me on Instagram, the Monty Show, M O N T Y the Monty Show. Uh, I post my entire life everywhere. It doesn't matter. Instagram yeah. and TikTok, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. So in all seriousness, we're going to move into Trevor Bauer now. If you are listening to this with your family or your kids, you should probably turn it off. Um, this is a very serious discussion. You're going to hear Trevor Bauer say some things that are very adult in nature. So I'm just telling you this now. If you are listening to this with your kids or, you know, if your wife is sensitive to the stuff or whatever, just turn it off now. Um, for the next three minutes, you're going to hear from Trevor Bauer and he is going to say some really heinous things. Um, he is going to read text messages from a woman that he had a, by both parties, Trevor Bauer and this woman, say they had a consensual sexual relationship for about five years from 2013 to 2018. The woman is accusing Trevor Bauer of some really nasty sexual things. She claims that he physically assaulted her, that he choked her, that she had convulsions on a hotel room floor because he choked her. And she has gone to the MLB arbitrator. Note, she didn't go to the cops. She didn't file any police reports. She went to the MLB arbitrator. And said, hey, I'm perfectly willing to talk to you about what Trevor Bauer did to me. She went to the Washington Post and talked to the Washington Post, who wrote a story about this and did not, did not include Trevor Bauer's statement from his attorney. 
And this is a big deal because Trevor Bauer was just suspended for two years by Major League Baseball. He has appealed it to the arbitrator. And this woman now comes forward. So again, I'm about to play this audio for you. And I want you to understand this is very adult in nature. If you're listening with your kids or you're listening with your wife, I would turn it off if your kids are here. This is a, this, and I, I don't usually do this. Yeah. I just, and we talked about this before the show. I do not usually preface anything that usually, we say. Listen, usually we wouldn't do this, but I think this kind of, this is kind of, you know, it warrants it in my opinion, which is why we decided to do it. Yeah. I think this is a very serious thing. Sexual assault and these allegations, this is very serious. And, I, so I, I'm going to stop prefacing it. Here's Trevor Bauer. I'm addressing the story in the Washington Post. First, they opted not to include the full statements provided by my representatives. I wonder why. Here's the one they redacted. Statement from Mr. Bauer's representatives. Mr. Bauer unequivocally denies the false and defamatory allegations made in the Washington Post. Throughout our interactions, Gus Garcia Roberts has continued to ignore and failed to thoroughly investigate any information contrary to his intended narrative. As it relates to the Columbus woman, we had a casual and wholly consensual sexual relationship from 2013 to 2018 that began during my time with AAA Columbus Clippers. We primarily saw each other in 2013 to 2014, and we met maybe one to two times a year after that until 2018. We met for sex the majority of times we saw each other, primarily in 2013, early 2014, and last in 2018. None of our meetings ever involved a single non-consensual, let alone illegal act. In fact, she is the one who introduced me to choking, uh, both in our relationship and as a consensual act during sex. The incidents she detailed to the Washington Post, and specifically the one that involved non-consensual choking, in which she claims to have convulsed and woken up on a hotel floor, absolutely never occurred in any capacity. Additionally, at no point during sex or otherwise did I ever hit her. Since 2019 alone, this woman has sent me 139 sexually explicit photos and videos in which she is self-performing various acts and self-penetrating with various objects, often saying things like, quote, wish this was you. Across hundreds of messages during this period, she also requested on numerous occasions the various acts which she now claims for the first time were problematic. For example, writing, quote, just fuck my ass and choke me, that's all I want, end quote, and quote, Will you fuck me with anal beads in? It would be fun to try, and I want you to film it." End quote. Given the explicit contents of these messages, I do not plan to share them in their entirety. Despite claiming to the Washington Post that she did not reach out to me after a, quote, fight in 2019, which involved her wanting to visit me for sex and me asking if she planned to stay the night or not because I wasn't sure if she had work the next day, and she took offense, this woman has continued to contact me through 2021 to share additional unsolicited sexually explicit videos, to make small talk, wish me happy birthday multiple times, and even to ask a personal favor. I had not responded to a single message since the non-existent, quote, fight. Following these messages with no response, the woman hired a lawyer who attempted to solicit a financial settlement on October 19th, 2021 in exchange for resolving her, quote, issue, and not to speak with MLB. I refused to be extorted and declined. Upon Gus Garcia Roberts reaching out with the usual fire drill deadline, my uh, representatives made him, his editor, and Washington Post uh, legal counsel aware of a wealth of information contrary to what was alleged, and again questioned his motivations and the pattern of unethical conduct he has exhibited since July. 
After spending 10 months looking into my sex life, he spent at most 3.5 days looking into any contrary information that didn't align with the narrative he already decided on. Since July, Gus has referred to me as the Harvey Weinstein of baseball, that's a quote, oh. among other similar references. He has continued to pursue anything, regardless of evidence, corroboration, contrary information, or motives that he can force into uh, supporting his concept while ignoring everything that contradicts that notion. That is Trevor Bauer, uh, the suspended MLB player. And a couple of things come to mind here. I don't know how much more seriously I can say this. If you are a parent and you have a young boy, you need to talk to him about this situation. You need to, to, to inform him that this stuff goes on all the time. Whether you are wealthy or not, this stuff goes on all the time. Trevor Bauer is, is, is guilty, in my opinion, of being really stupid. What Trevor Bauer did here that put him in the jackpot that he currently finds himself in is that he continues to have casual sexual relationships with women that it, it appears to me that he does not know all that well. And he is engaging in activity that is is contrary to public norms. And when you do that with women that you don't know all that well, you are asking for trouble, number one. Number two, Trevor Bauer does not seem to learn from his past mistakes because Trevor Bauer continues to make these mistakes. And I just, the thing that I am that that I am stricken by here is you are a 10 time multi multi probably hundred millionaire who is given up a large portion of your future earnings to choke women during sex. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping the bell went off in your head that that is what the situation is here. And she that, took offense that you are having what I, and I actually believe him by the way, I, I, I spent, Way too many hours last night reading up on the Washington Post in this story. And it's a, a pretty much a hit piece on Trevor Bauer. It's amazing. And if you read the text messages as part of this, Trevor Bauer released a trove of text messages between him and this woman. She's trying to get him to pay her not to go and talk to Major League Baseball. She says to him, pay me or we're going to Major League Baseball. That's essentially what she said. And he said, no, I'm not doing it because I didn't do anything wrong. I agree. I think that most of this was consensual between Trevor and this woman. He has some of the most heinous text messages that I have ever seen a woman send a man. That she is demanding incredibly graphic sexual acts to be performed by Trevor on her. And now she's crying foul. And it's the exact same situation he went through with the, the San Diego in Pasadena. The San Diego woman almost step by step is doing the exact same thing that this woman is doing, except this woman never went to the police. Yeah. This woman went straight to a lawyer who went straight to Trevor Bauer and said, pay us or we're going to baseball. And Trevor Bauer said, no, I'm not paying you. But I'm telling you, before we pass judgment on Trevor Bauer or this woman, 
If you're a father, please talk to your sons about this. Please have open, honest conversations about sex and relationships with your young men. This is critically important. And by the way, on the flip side of it, if you're if you're a parent of a of a daughter, you probably ought to be talking about this as well. Because this is this is life altering for young men. They they hear stuff like this. You you speak to them in an educated manner trying to teach them you cannot do what Trevor Bauer is doing. You cannot. And especially if you have any kind of net worth. If you are having relationships with women that are casual, I don't have an issue with that. Mm -hmm. If you are out dating, you are having sex with women, hey, man, that's on you. You're casual. You're a dude. I totally understand that. But when you start getting into stuff that goes on the other side of the line, whether that is slapping a woman, choking a woman, being physical with a woman of any kind of nature, and you're doing that with somebody you don't know all that well, and you're doing that with somebody whose character you don't fully understand, there's only one way that ends. And that is poorly. And now, Trevor, by the way, no matter if you were correct or you were incorrect, you're wrong and you look like an asshole. Yeah. And my guess is you're never going to play Major League Baseball again because you're a sexual deviant in most people's eyes. So there you I go. Mean, I mean, I, I can't disagree with anything you said. I mean, I frankly couldn't have said it better myself. I think that I, I just think that the trouble here is that he, he's done nothing wrong legally, but he's done a lot of things wrong morally. And I think that there is a price to be paid for that. And I think that Trevor is, you know, has made some bad choices here. You yes. know, like I, I, I kind of I tend to agree with you like uh, it's no secret that people have casual sex that's just part of our culture but i think what what is also not a secret is we don't want to hear about it we don't want to hear about you know the things he was referencing that that woman sent him in text message we don't like that that taboo stuff or what we consider taboo in our culture you know we don't want to talk about it we don't want to hear about it that's just not (laughs) like that's just not who you know this country is i feel like and so you know, I, I think that Trevor, the problem, the biggest problem I have with this is that this dates back to 2012. From 2012 to 2014, they were seeing each other steadily, and then they saw each other one or two times a year from 14 to 18. That's well, the issue I have with And it. by the way, where did this relationship, relationship, where did this go wrong? Well, in the text messages that Trevor Bauer released, He dispels what this woman says on one angle. She claims that they had some huge fight. It's kind of convoluted, frankly, but she claims they had a huge fight where the relationship came to an end. He released the text messages about this fight. And here again, here's another talking point for you and your son. He asked, this woman says, hey, I want to have sex. Mm -hmm. Trevor Bauer says, well, are you going to stay the night or are you going to leave? And he says, in in a way, he says, hey, well, don't you have to work in the morning? And he essentially says, well, I just wanted to know if you're going to leave afterward. And she lost her mind over it. She she took offense to that. And she took offense. When he said, hey, are you going to leave? Yeah. And I don't even think in that, if you read the text messages, and I'm not going to put them out, I'm not going to put a link. If you want to go find that, you can easily find it. Yeah. 
If you read the text messages, Trevor Bauer doesn't say, well, I want to have sex and then I want you to leave. He wanted to understand the schedule. They texted. He wanted to know what, what was going to, well, yep. are you are you thinking you're going to stay over or are you going to leave? Like, he just wanted to know what the night was going to look like. He didn't say, well, I want to I wanna have sex with you and then I want you to leave. Yeah. And she took it as, well, I want to use you for sex and then not see you. I don't want you to cuddle. I want you to have sex with me and leave. And she got upset about it. And he even says to her, relax, or something to the effect of, hey, relax. I'm just asking. I just want to know what we're doing. And that's that's where the relationship ended. Yeah. Because she got so upset that Trevor Bauer would dare say, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're going to have sex and you're going to leave. Yeah. But But it's a casual relationship. And so what other mistake did Trevor Bauer make here? She's emotionally invested in you, Trevor Bauer. And you're not. And you're here to have casual sex. She's here for a relationship with a baseball player. Mm -hmm. And then she started asking him for personal favors, which he declined. Yeah. And then he stopped talking to her altogether. Okay. So that's how it's going to be. And that's when she started pushing her reel-a-meter into the red. Right. Right. Keep it real. And she went to her attorney who went to Trevor Bauer. Let's settle this right now. And demanded that he pay her. And I I agree. It's extortion. Because this attorney said, hey, if you believe Trevor Bauer, this attorney said, pay us or we're going to go to Major League Baseball and accuse you of domestic violence. And she took offense. And Trevor, you're 100% responsible for this. Just the hey, there's of, no way around the it. Case. Like there's just no way around around that that. What what are the people saying? What 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 do we got in the comments? Section? I haven't even read the comments. I know. You know, there are you you guys are arguing over Rudy Gobert again. We haven't, we haven't said mentioned a his name word one time about Rudy Gobert. How? How, bro? This oh, is crazy. Oh. It's crazy. There's not a single comment about Trevor Bauer. It's all what are the it's an argument about Rudy. It's I, an argument between Tanner and Angarsi, and Erich Devere is involved in it. Jeremy Bolton's involved in it. <laughs> Eric and Raleigh's involved in it. You guys are crazy. Hey, I appreciate <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Oh my God! Dude. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your argument with yes. Trevor Bauer's yeah. sex life. My yeah. bad. Sorry, we didn't. We didn't. We, we're just showing up on your guys' show. That's that's our bad. You know, yeah. our bad. Yeah. My apologies. Sorry. You know, I would probably choose D. Will over Onovan sixty forty on Memo Occur over Rudy. Okay. Jeremy Bolton says thanks, Tanner, for ruining the comments today. Lol. Hey guys. Eric and Raleigh says Gobert clogs up the offense because he can't shoot and makes free throw line or make free throw line jumpers. Okay. Okay. You guys talked about Trevor Bauer question mark. Jerry <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude, like uh, it's as if not that uh, I'm upset by it, but it's I'm as not. if you guys roll into the comments. Like it's a, like it's a picnic table you're sitting down at and you're just going to talk about what you want to talk about. It's hilarious to me. Amazing. <laughs> oh, good conversation. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Let's argue about whether star Wars is overrated or not. It is May the 4th. Mm -hmm. And so every Star Wars fan on the planet's like, hey, bro, may the 4th be with you. I am your father. May the 4th be with you, to which I say, fuck off! Get the fuck out! I am not. Okay, I am a fan of Star Wars. Right. Okay? 
but my mother being the the terrible parent that she was Donnie, refused please. she refused to let me have an x-wing fighter or the millennium falcon so i kind of got off the star wars bandwagon and got on tom cruise and pilot's jacket <laughs> is star wars overrated no no it's not overrated dude no it is not overrated it's one of the best movie series you know I don't know about all time, but definitely it's up there on the list. Like, I think, man, I mean, if you think about, again, movie series, not just not just one movie, but like this, like uh, several movies in one series. Like, I think what what would be some contenders? So you've got so Star Wars, like for me, some of my personal favorites, like I love the Bourne series. I love obviously the Batman series. The Dark Knight is my favorite movie. So like there's that. Um what else? What else do we have? We've got the we've got the Mission Impossible series okay. which is awesome. Okay, settle the f- Star Wars is overrated. Dude. No movie could ever Dude. no series could she ever took offense. Yeah, yeah I took no, offense no, to that. no movie could ever live up to that hype. Bro. It they're good series. The old wow, ones are Dave. Yeah. Wow. The old ones are undefeated. But what is your so your single favorite movie of all time is The Dark Knight. Yes. I think my favorite movie of all time, if I had to watch one, would be Gladiator. <laughs> Why do you laugh at Gladiator? I don't know. Gladiator's amazing. It's a great movie. It is. The Dark Knight is there. Um, the original Godfather is there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no doubt about that. Yep. But as far as like the most overrated movies of all time, Star Wars absolutely is there. Pineapple there. Express. Fuck off. That's one of the worst. <laughs> I walked out of Pineapple Express. Um, but when we talk about overrated things, I think there's a lot of TV shows that are overrated. Uh-huh. Like Seinfeld, in my opinion, is not some piece of Americana. It, Seinfeld is not some amazing show where, man, I've got every episode of Seinfeld. and They let you man. down. You know, or, or like the other one is Friends. Oh, my God, Friends. Remember that time they were sitting in the apartment arguing about who farted? God, American TV history. Are you kidding me? Oh, man, they're in the coffee shop again. (laughs) Oh, honey, Joey's in the coffee shop. (laughs) Shut up. I'm kidding. Uh, Friends is way overrated. Okay, comment section. Get your ass off of the Rudy Gobert thing. We're not doing it today. Friends or Seinfeld? (laughs) Neither. Bullet? What do you mean? That's Friends a, or Seinfeld? That's a, that's a debate. Friends or Seinfeld is no. a big time debate. Yeah, it is. Okay. For, at least Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld is. I can watch Seinfeld. I think Friends is one of the most unwatchable shows ever. Lisa Kudrow's seven feet tall and has a massive forehead, <laughs> and it's just unlikable. You know, unlikable. Like, Friends, is, Friends is not good TV. Friends like plays to the lowest common denominator, you know. Like it, it Sex in the City is at least compelling, and it's still America sucks. Friends, uh, Friends in Sex in the City is terrible. Please, this what? man was a bona fide scrub, dude. I hate that show. I hate that show. Uh, Tanner says both suck in my opinion, but I have to choose Seinfeld. Hey guys. David Lee says Friends is trash, and so is Seinfeld. Agreed. Never. Hodo Gonzalez says Seinfeld. James Knight says Step Brothers is without doubt the funniest movie of all time. Well. It is a funny movie. If you like fart jokes, Step Brothers is right there. You got to 
one, you know. marry one, kill one. Yes, Go. funny. Pan or pan? Oh, I know what the issue was. There's an N at the end, so it's pan. Pan, yeah. Uh, and Garcia says Seinfeld. Seinfeld? That's not how you – no. Uh, is a thousand is a thousand percent just finished watching all of them like a month ago. Okay. Best TV shows right now. Life. Chicago PD. Uh, right now, uh, you know, uh, uh, like right now, right now, the best shows on TV. Um, like series. So are we talking just TV? Yeah, or, like 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 so TV. not like billions or no that that would count. That's on TV in my opinion. The the other oh my god the show with the family and the t- the media um with the the piano song. I know what you're talking about oh my god <laughs> I can't remember what succession succession there you go um great television show number one right now easy for me is Chicago P, P- Chicago Pizzle yeah uh, Chicago PD um <laughs> I love that show yeah um what else am I watching right now Bloodlines oh yeah Deadliest Catch Bloodlines is fantastic um. What's in the in the DVR? Law and Order. Oh, the Law and Order series is lit. Like the new the the new old Law and Order, just Law and Order, fantastic. Law and Order SVU, fantastic. Law and Order Organized Crime, trash. I'm trying. It's not trash. It's actually decent. I'm because trying. It's garbage. I'm really trying. Right. So, like the Law and Order series, fantastic, absolutely. But Chicago PD is yeah. And I'm not a Chicago fan. Like Chicago Fire, in my opinion, is unwatchable. It's so, it's so, so, so corny. Yeah. Chicago Mad, I've never watched, not once. Um, But Chicago PD, I love that show. Like I'm all in on, that's my favorite TV show right now. Um, Let's see. Eric and Rowley says, great TV is the dismantling of the Lakers. That Lakers series. Oh, The one that's on Showtime or whatever. Haven't seen it yet. Uh, KC Finlinson says, Ghost Adventures. I haven't watched Ghost Adventures in like two years. Well, it's fake, right? Yeah. Well, do you believe in ghosts? I do. I actually uh, like that show. Jeremy lot. Bolton says Brooklyn Nine Nine was really good. Yes, it was. The Good Doctor. Haven't seen it. Do people watch regular TV series? I don't watch many. I mean, really, Deadliest Catch and Chicago PD. But back in the day, when the West Wing was on, you were all about that. Oh, the West Wing's amazing. The West Wing is arguably the best TV series of all time. Hmm. Er. Yeah, ER. lost. I mean, come on. Oh, come on. Grey's Anatomy. Fuck off. No. <laughs> See, like, where do you... Guy, you have a peen. Do you, do you like, have... Like, where... I, I, I said that the truth. I've you. seen you naked. I know you used to have balls. Where did Girl, they go? I said that to trigger you. <laughs> you didn't know. Beavis and Butthead, great TV show. Great TV show. Netflix kind of ruined watching television because it releases so much trash and it turns people off, Greg Hawkins says. Yeah. Uh, the Monty Show is the closest I get to watching TV, Chris Carn says. Okay. Pro wrestling is great TV, Casey says. Haven't watched it in 20 years. Jackson says, yes, Hodo and Yellowstone. Ooh, Yellowstone. Everyone I got, says Yellowstone says is Yellowstone. good, dude. I need to Everybody. get on that train. Um, let's see. Teddy Wayman says, what's up, guys? Lord of the Rings. That, that is fun. actually a great series. Lord of the Rings is the best trilogy ever. 1883 is great, Hodo says. Um, Fat Jesus says, better call Saul. Awesome. Yeah. But where is Entourage? Where is Entourage in this mix? I, I feel like Entourage... You were too young. Yeah. You were you were in seventh eighth high school. Yeah. When, when it was Entourage, in dude, I'm telling you, you can go and watch Entourage Get today. The fuck out.
Love that entourage. Love Listen, it. I don't care if he's in the middle of open heart surgery. Get him on the phone. Yeah, I love, love entourage. Yeah. I'm a huge entourage yes. guy. Huge. Uh, <laughs> David Lee says, I effing hate Grey's Anatomy. Me too, yeah. bro. Me too. Yeah. Grizz fan here. I don't know how your media operates, but Grizz Media has yet to hold Dylan Brooks accountable. If he gets suspended uh, the series, he will 100% deserve it, and that hurts the team. Reckless. Yes, it does. Uh, just don't have someone take you to the train station, Jake. Entourage is nowhere. Trash, Eric and Raleigh oh, says. Oh, really? Stop. Entourage is trash? Stop. Lloyd! And she took offense. Yeah, stop. Come on. Come on now. Come on. Uh, better Call Saul, way better than Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was all right. I never got into those two, to be honest with you. Breaking Bad was all right. Where is Lost on the spectrum? Ooh, eBay says Ozark, yes. Ozark is fire. Lost, Lost, I think, was the first of that really different genre of TV shows. Lost has to be up there. Like, you know, like there were groups of people that got together every yes, week to, to watch, watch Lost. Uh, my wife was in that group as well. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says the Alex Caruso biography is straight up overrated and trash. I, I totally disagree. Totally disagree. Here's the best summary of Grey's Anatomy. The main character goes around and complains about her relationships. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. You know what Grey's That's Anatomy is cold about. cold-blooded, dog. Greg Hawkins, yes. He says cops. Co the original yeah. cops in, like, the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Office on cops. I love when they roll into the next scene and he's already doing 100 on the highway. And then he's just casually like, yeah, so we're uh, – we're chasing this Camry who had expired plates, but we're looking for this vehicle. And he's just blasting down the freeway. What I love is when you get into cops and it's one of the old, like, Chrysler police cars and the, the, <laughs> the cop has, like, a porn stash, then you're like, oh, hell yeah. Get the chips, baby. Yeah, we dude. watching this. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Just finished Severance on Apple Plus. It's a banger. Never heard of it. A lot of people are saying that Apple TV is is hot now. It's Apple like TV's come, well because yeah they're spending money. What do you what about what about The Office? The Office Big is fan. another cult show. Yeah, I like The Office a lot. Yeah, like, that that that's funny stuff, dude. I love The Office, but I don't know that it gets the respect it deserves. I don't think it's I don't think it's up there with best TV show ever. But I definitely think it's like second tier as one of the better ones for yeah. sure. You know, like you know how like we were just saying like the Seinfelds of the world are kind of just that trashy TV. Like, I felt like The Office, when it first came out, trended that way, but then people started to understand the humor and the, the shtick, and they really got into it, which is why I think it did so well. Yeah, I agree. I I think... I think and Steve Carell is just a legend, Steve Carell's amazing. The guy is a stud. Amazing. Amazing. And it's there's, like, no sex appeal on that show. Like, I, I'm telling you, it's just pure comedy and awkwardness. Pure comedy and yeah. awkwardness. Uh, office or Parks and Rec? Office. Uh, office, office by a lot. Dude, I, everybody, yeah. I'm not a Parks and Rec guy. Like, yeah. I don't hate it. I just don't love it. Josh yeah. Lovren says Ted Lasso. Nah. Cam Harrison says rumored Apple TV might get the NFL ticket. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen that. Really? That would be interesting. Parks and Rec is my favorite show, Justin Sellis says. Watched already once a year. Do you watch any adult animated shows, Giggity says? Ooh. I adult and like the simpsons you mean like the simpsons you know south over the park. hill i love south park i used to watch south park every day i had a I, there was a point where my dvr had pretty much every south park episode in it it's amazing you've never even seen South. Park. i never got into it teddy wayman says uh letter kenny is hilarious very uh crude humor though don't know it you know i i 
best TV show. Is there a best TV show ever? Like I grew up on LA wall, LA law, Hill street blues. Um, you know, like Miami vice was my favorite show. Oh, as Miami a kid. vice has to be up there. Miami vice is amazing. Yeah, the Sopranos. The Sopranos, absolutely. I love The Sopranos. Yeah, dude. Love it. Yeah. But I'm Italian, and I, you know. The the relatability to Tony Soprano was just so, that's what made that show great, because you, you could understand the struggle. Like. Cheers, Family Ties, All in the Family. I mean, there's some great 70s and 80s TV. What the fuck are you, Ranger Rick? Tony Soprano. You are what you are. I think Tony Soprano is one of the best television characters in the history of television. And I'm serious. I'm not even yeah. joking. Tony Soprano is one of the most dynamic, beloved television characters in the history of scripted TV. Okay, off the top of my head, best characters on TV that you can remember. So Soprano. Sonny Crockett. Sonny Crockett. Olivia uh, Benson. I mean, Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's so many. I don't know that you could pick the best TV character of all time. No, it's just a group, I think. I mean, there's group, just yeah. the, there's just so many. Uh, NYPD Blue, oh, so Sipowitz, absolutely. Sipowitz, for sure. Loved that show. Dude, Jake you hates went, it. you went ham on that show for like oh. two months, bro. Yeah, Teddy Wayman, Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones there. is, uh, that's, that's See, like, like goat level quality. This is the thing, though. You get into these conversations, and it's the shows you don't remember, that you don't even think of. That are flipping fantastic. I was in on Game of Thrones. Like, that was my jam. I mean, yeah, Omar from The Wire. The Wire. Jesus. You've probably never even seen The Wire. No. Oh, my God. No, before my time. The Wire was amazing. Southland was amazing. Like, there's so many good cop shows. Um, You know, like, the, the best bridge, line. The bridge on FX oh, was the bridge. good for a minute. The first season of The Bridge. Was so good. But, like, think about Southland. The best line from Southland was a cop walks up to a car. And the cop says to the guy in the car, get out of the car. And the guy in the car is like, don't you know who my father is? And the cop says, I don't know. Didn't your mom tell you? Like, it's. It, it, right? Like. It's amazing. That show Southland was amazing. I watched I watched a few episodes of Southland. Martin, yes. Uh Chappelle show. Did you guys see the shit with Dave Chappelle last oh, night? Oh man, dude. Dave Chappelle dude. is filming a series of Netflix shows at the Hollywood Bowl. Keep it real. This bro gets up on stage, is doing his show, and some guy jumped out of the audience and attacked him. Take that, you clap having Jezebel. What are we doing? Like, and everybody on Twitter's like, oh, this is no different than Will Smith and Chris Rock. Yes, it is. This is just some dude jumping out of the crowd. And the funny thing is, it was a Netflix filming. So they made you put your cell phone in a secure pouch um, so that you could not film the special. So there's very little footage of Dave Chappelle getting attacked. Uh -huh. It's remarkable to me that somebody got out of the audience and attacked Dave Chappelle. It's amazing to me tackled him like what are we doing man yeah what are we doing what are we doing i don't know what i i just don't get it yeah i don't i don't i don't understand this i really don't oh yes uh everybody loves raymond you don't know what that show is um yeah i mean it is crazy oh always sunny great show great show absolutely great always sunny's great orange um, county choppers you love that show. Don't, don't, don't try to run from that. You were about that show. Uh oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, you were about that show. But it's not one of the best shows ever. Okay, well then just say that. Yes, I, I the 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 boys at Orange County Chopper. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, it was all right. Last Kingdom. Oh yes, Justin. Last Kingdom's amazing. Fire. Last Kingdom's amazing. Yeah, I agree. Um, yes, I can tell you how to make pizza on a smoker. Dude. Uh, MTV Pimp My Ride. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Jackass on MTV. Jackass. When it was on MTV. Right. But that's in a different cut. Like the the mindless entertainment, ridiculousness, South you know, Jackass, Park, South Park. That type of that's show. That's in a different genre on its own. Yeah. Right? Like MTV shows on their own. Catfish? Catfish is absolutely amazing. Um. Oh, yes. Yes. MASH. Absolutely. Um, all right, real quick, because a couple people have asked how to make pizza on a smoker. Oh, it's incredible. Um, what's uh, Go to Papa Murphy's, Papa Murphy's. Order your favorite pizza. When you leave the house to go pick up the Papa Murphy's, turn on your smoker. Let it, let it heat up. Make sure it's at full temperature, okay? Make sure that you, you and this is just my opinion, use a pizza stone. Yes. So when you turn on the smoker, put the pizza stone in the smoker, Right. Leave the house, go pick up the Papa Murphy's pizza, come back to the crib. Yep. Unwrap the pizza. Now your grill is warm, right? It's up to temperature. The the pizza stone is hot. You're going to take the pizza, put it on the stone, 4 to 425, cook it for about 25 minutes. Go out there, spin it one time. Pick it up, spin it, turn it. Um, leave it for about 10 more minutes and it should be perfectly done. Crucial step though. Do not open the smoker more than one time. No, you got to leave the smoker closed. closed. You have got to leave the smoker closed. Another you have to. another thing, um, making sure the grill grates in your smoker are clean is a big thing because. Well, that's just clean, general, man. Yeah, but like I think that people underrate that. Like I think if it, if your smoker is not clean, it's not going to smoke at nearly as well. It's gonna you're gonna be well the flavor the, of yeah. what is in the pizza. You want the pizza to have the smoke flavor. So you just in general, if you own a smoker, if you own a Traeger, um, like we do, an Ironwood, amazing. Eight eight five. It's amazing. It's worth every penny of it. It's about a thousand bucks. It's worth every penny. We gave one away to Chris Carr. Yeah. Um. Anyway, here nor there. The point is, um, you got to maintenance that smoker. You need to clean the drip pan. You need to you need to scrub well, the grates and power wash them. So like, what we did is when when winter was about to show up, you know, when I think this was October, we did this. Yep. We just took the whole thing apart and power washed the whole thing. Well, let's be honest. We only did that because we wanted to justify buying a power washer. Right. Of course. Yeah. So then what we did is we took the whole thing apart and power washed it, put yeah. it back together. Yeah. And But you got to maintenance a smoker. You have to f- keep the hopper with the pellets in it full. Um, and you really need to scrub those, those grates and racks before and after every time you cook. And please... Don't be lazy. Put the cover on the smoker when you're done, after yes. it's cooled down, dude. I yes. can't tell you how many people don't cover their smoker through the winter, and it gets jacked. You got to – I'm telling you, that cover saves your smoker so much problems. Well, Giggity makes a good point. He says, I always maintain anything that smokes my meat. You got to maintain your wife. Yeah. I mean, you have to. Yeah, I agree. Do you want to put your own – do you put your own toppings, James Knight says? Yeah, absolutely. I build every pizza I make at, at Papa Murphy's. The thing Murphy's. with Papa Murphy's is it's take and bake. So they're just going to yes. – they're going to get the dough. They're going to build the pie for you, but they're not going to cook it. So you take it home and it's you raw. smoke it. Yeah. yeah, and you put it in the smoker. The smoker puts Low amazing key flavor. Low-key pizza hack, 
barbecue sauce instead of red instead of red oh, sauce. Oh yeah, you gotta have barbecue sauce yeah. on your pizza. You have to. Yeah. Um I am not a me I, I am eating far less meat yeah. uh, than I used to. So right now I am really I am really onion, mushroom, onion, pineapple. Like there's a bunch of different stuff. Spinach on a on a pizza is amazing. Um yeah, there's a lot there. Greatest movie of all time to me is Heat. Oh, eBay Heat is Heat a great is movie. Heat is awesome, dude. Heat is a great movie. What flavor would? Well, that just is up to you. They have I mean, so many flavors. Right now, they have, I can't remember what it's called. I have to go out there today at some point and look at the label on the bag of what it's called. We have like a, it's like their signature blend or whatever. It's called signature it's blend. It's in the big orange bag. But like they have hickory and they've like got the black peach, cherry. Like the peach and, wood is my favorite. Peach yeah. and cherry it, it, on anything. P, uh, cherry with, with steak. When we did, we did New York strips once with cherry pellets. Dude, it was amazing. And I will say, if you buy a Traeger, make sure that you get one that's got the Bluetooth capability or like yes. the Wi-Fi capability. So it's excuse me, it's Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, my bad. Wi-Fi technology. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, my bad. So that you can connect to it and you can control the temperature, um, because there are cycles where you need to cook it at less heat. You cook something at a very high heat for five hours. Like if you're doing a brisket, you need to cook that at a higher heat, and then you need to low low smoke it yeah. for several hours, right? Uh, but the great thing about smoking pizza is you don't need to let it rest. You don't need to do anything. Nope. Slice that mother into squares. We don't do triangles. And the pizza stone thing, the pizza stone thing, the reason that's so important is it because is because it prevents your pizza from burning really bad. Like, if you leave it on there forever, obviously it's going to burn. But, like, yes. the whole mission is to have that stone be hot so that it crisps the bottom of the of the pizza. Oh, boy. Oh boy, Tanner, you you had already been having a rough day because you derailed hey the comment section. Yeah. Hey guys. But then you show up here and you make a comment like "Dark Knight Rises" is the best movie of all time. Why would you even say that, dude? Like, you like, like you know that it's not. Okay, listen, you're an Eagles fan, so you already are not well respected. I want it. Um, you know, and you know, you you say J I M M E R in like the full pronounced word, so doesn't make you feel responsible. You lose more respect, right? And then you say things like "The Dark Knight Rises" is the greatest movie of all time. Me? Look, man. I I, I mean, guy. I don't know. I I, I this don't man know. was a bona fide scrub. It hurts me deeply. Like I I just. They let you down. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to be able to continue. I, I don't either. And I just don't think that there is. Um, I, I just don't think there's any. I'm salvation. not sure. I'm not sure how he's going to be able to redeem himself at this point. I mean, that's that's pretty far out there. I, I, I just don't and this know. is this is a guy for all you new people. I don't know. that won an Xbox Series X on this show. I don't know. Hey, guys, you know. James Knight, I, I think we have to. James Knight's like, can we ban Tanner? I think we have to. <laughs> you know. And Garcy says, love the 90s Eagles, Tanner. Had two starters jackets in junior high. Problem is, it's not the 90s anymore. Yeah. Okay, grow up. Donnie, please. I mean, be, grow up. Become, <laughs> become a real man and be a Bears fan. Okay? You're the weakest of the weak. I mean, Arlington Heights is an amazing yeah. town. Yeah, dude. You know, they played a racetrack. Um, Tanner says it was a joke. It was a joke. And he did say it was a joke. When he said it. So, <laughs> but you know, Tanner, you got to play a role on this show. Woo!
Um, man, dude. <laughs> hey, my dude, just realized I haven't received my shirts I, I bought a while back. Justin Salas. You haven't gotten your shirts, Justin? DM Jake your address. We'll send them out today. We'll send them out today. I, I, I We sent know. them. I remember he was in the first shipment. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We put those together. We put Months, those shirts but, together together. So I don't, if, if you didn't get them, we'll resend them. Yeah. Just DM Jake, the SLC yeah. Supercars. Yeah, DM me, dude. SLC I, I Supercars. We definitely sent those out because I remember you had told me, "Hey, I was, I was, you wanted, you got one of the originals, but then you also were waiting." And I owe Greg Hawkins another shirt. I sent Greg one, but I and it's sitting on my kitchen we'll counter. Do some I'll send it this out Saturday because I we got to get we got to get uh, Teddy and we got to get David Lee one too. So we'll we'll get we'll get well, that we'll get that sent out. We owe Teddy Wayman a shirt. Oh, I told him I'd get him two shirts actually. Technically, guy, why haven't we sent those out yet? Well, it's only been like a week. It's okay. not a big deal. All right. You know. It ain't a big deal. I think we need a card system in the comments. Tanner just got straight red. Yes, I, I agree <laughs> with that. Tanner, that's a red card. Guys, 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 guys. If you could go back to the <laughs> 70s and replace any supporting actor with an actor today, who would it be? Your, <clears throat> your mom. Um, <laughs> You're casual. <laughs> relax. We're having fun with you. Tanner is probably getting upset right now. Hey guys. Uh, yes, the Jets won the championship. The draft that Zach got everything that that needs. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah. Okay. You know. Uh, father son bonding twenty four seven. I like it. Yeah. Why are there so many Bears fans in Arizona? I'm one too, by the way. Uh, because Phoenix is Chicago West. I yeah, mean, dude. It's you, amazing. You got how the many... Cubs there for spring training. Yeah. I mean, you've got you've got a lot there. Yeah. I live in Salt Lake City now, and I'm still a Bears. Every fan. time the Blackhawks were going to Glendale, it was a Blackhawks house. Now they're going to Tempe, but you know we won't talk about that. Tanner says I'm actually not upset. I find this hilarious. Good. Hey, if you order a shirt, you only have to wait three months to get it shipped to you. Jeremy Bolton says. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, kidding, Supply Tanner. Chain. Put the pills back. LOL. James Knight says. Okay. Wow. Wow. That was a suicide joke. That got, that got not, real. Probably not funny. That got Josh real. Lovren says Concacaf is tonight. Cool. I'll make sure to avoid it. Uh, <laughs> But you're you're a you're a football fan. You stop said. it. Don't you bring. Said, don't, you don't, said you were. Don't. By the way, Chelsea has a new owner. Finally, you said. Okay, play the music. I you you said it, not me. I'm just trying to help. Greg Hawkins says, "What's the best Super Bowl food?" Also, your mom. Um, fried taquitos. <sighs> mini tacos. Air fried taquitos and mini tacos. I love air fryer anything. Yes, dude. Um, yes. nachos, wings, chips. Good. You gotta have good dip. Um. Not tobacco, but like dip for chips. Yeah. And stuff. School bandits, you know. Uh, and Garcy says, where's Ruff? I have no idea. Ranch dressing, Jeremy Bolton uh. says. Yeah, of course. Of course. We have to go. Uh, we'll be off on Friday, so one more show this week. Tomorrow, Jake, say goodbye. Goodbye.